What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jerozalyn, the managing editor of Hollywood Unlocked. Your boy, Giovanni. Hold on. And Melissa Ford is officially not here, but the way this is going to air, she will have returned mm-hmm. because her return will be the first show back next In week. In Jesus' name. Can't wait. But, uh, but she's doing better, so I'm glad she's finally back. So listen, we've been gone for 12 days. Let me just first say to our audience, I really love and appreciate all the thousands of comments and tweets and texts on our, uh, on our message boards about how much you love the show and how much you've been deprived since we've been gone. But I have to tell you, I caught food poisoning. I ate some bad Chinese food, and I was fucked up. I was out. Yeah, I was sick, and I was wondering the weather, too. But people have to understand, like, we are human. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that y'all love the show, but you cannot, you you do not have the right to go to my Instagram and threaten me about not having a show. Yeah. I saw the comments on your page. My DMs was full. People are so mean, but we love you. Listen, if you're listening to the show for the first time, God bless you. He blessed you with a gift because this show is highly entertaining. But uh, in order to stay connected, you have to download the, the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, subscribe on YouTube, stay connected. And share with friends, and and there's shows that you can go back and watch that you can send to some of your exes too, where we talk about mm-hmm. everything. Everything. <laughs> you know, the show really has no filter. I'm in the airport, flying uh, to New York uh, for Fashion Week, which we'll get into. And uh, this lady stopped me, and I was like about to miss my flight. She's like, "I gotta talk to you about your show." And she's, and I'm trying to be polite to her, but I'm like, at some point, I'm like, "Ma'am, I love you, but I'm out because I'm about to miss my you flight." You miss a fight. Hello. But I love that our fans love the show, and um, if they really knew how much we don't put production into the show like we literally just walk in read a couple notes and just start talking yeah that's good that's what makes it so authentic i mean you know it's like lebron on the court it's nothing but talent no you have a lot you have a whole team behind the scenes to we help do. you come in and just do what you did yeah, i keep Absolutely. telling we need to release some of the bts of what actually goes into putting these shows out you know i you know sometimes i struggle because our fans are very as much as they're engaged and love our show they're also very critical right and they have to under, y'all have to understand something. I'm talking to you now if you're listening. Y'all have to appreciate that. We literally are uncensored. So that means we say whatever the fuck we're thinking and whatever we want. And sometimes you're going to agree or disagree and we welcome a debate. But if we were to do the show any other way, we were to clean it up, no profanity, no talking about sucking dick or fucking or, you know, getting our asses eaten and all that. I don't get my ass eaten, but Gio, if we weren't able to talk about those things, our fans would hate us because we would be boring. We would be like every other radio station that's out there. That's true. And I, so what? I do get my ass in. Yeah, because I'm like, Gio's just so calmly just took that in stride. Hey, no, because he owns it. I mean, I respect that he owns bad, it. Bad females Gio. only. So listen. <laughs> so I'm back. 12 days. Yes. I've been two weeks. I've been What's gone. What's been going on? Okay. I've been gone two weeks too, goddammit. Yeah, but the difference between you and I is I know you don't have a lot to talk about. But <laughs> but if you want to share really quick, you go ahead. What have you been? What what did you, I know what you've been doing because I talk to you almost every day. Right. But what have you been doing? Well, I us? got sick a little bit. Actually, we were sick at the same time. I caught something not like that, but it was like a twenty four hour bug or something. I don't know what the hell that was. So I was out for that. You're right. I ain't have a lot of shit to do. I went. <laughs> I went. To, uh, the most exciting shit I did, man. I went to this Hennessy uh, fight party. Oh, lit. Uh, yeah, shout out to Hennessy and, and my boy Rodney uh, Rakay. It was dope, man. Got super lit for that. For the GGG? For, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was it, man. <laughs> wow. Well, I uh, went out, you know, had a few auditions. That's about it, man. You know, Life is good. About to move into my new apartment. Shit. Oh, good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you, man. So you're going to have a housewarming? Because I definitely want to be invited. Uh, I need to start getting out the house more. <laughs> you, what? You've been out the house for two weeks. No, but I mean, like, when I'm in L.A., I am in the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're not. Yeah, I think so. No, you're not. Not like I used yeah, compared to how I used to be. I used to be out all the time. Well, that's because when Back you're in not in L.A., yeah. you always out the house, and you're very rarely home. You barely live in your house. <laughs> that's true. 
You need the Airbnb. He's that gone all the time. Listen, listen. Traveling is important. I was in a group home as a child. I was confined to a fucking house with counselors. And when I got that taste of freedom, I said, I ain't never going to be in the house. But I don't be out like I used to in L.A. Because L.A. is just, L.A. is not what it used to be. Yeah, it's not what it used it's to be. It's boring. All right. Well, listen, I, for the first time, have taken notes of everything I need to talk about. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> how lit your life there's been, No, there's just been a lot going on. My life is, people think my life is lit. I don't think it's as lit as, I mean, well, Fashion Week was lit. But I don't think my life is as lit as people think. But let's, let me go through it. Okay. First of all, I caught food poisoning, ate some Chinese food. Shit had me on my backs. But let me tell you, I'm a hype, I'm a hypochondriac. The minute I feel a chill, I'm like, oh my God, I have cancer. I have to go to the doctor. So I went to the doctor emergency room, rolled up in that motherfucker with my shades on, trying to look like uh, what's the girl's name from Way Next Hell? Angela Bassett. <laughs> had my hoodie on, my little glasses, because I was I didn't feel well. So I went in there, I made them give me an IV and everything. All I had was food poisoning. So after two days, they said it's gonna last about seven days. After two days. I thought I was better. So I was back in the club, went to Fashion Week, drinking, whatever. Um, shout out to Cardi B and uh, Patience and uh, Sergi Baca who had invited me. So I went to, I went to um, Fashion Week. And when I got out there, let me just tell you, this, this is the first Fashion Week. This is the third Fashion Week I've been to, or third or fourth. But this is the first Fashion Week where I literally enjoyed myself. I went to every good party. Um, and so there were a couple of things I want to talk about. First, let me say that Tiffany Haddish is my new dancing partner. Okay. I walk into the Jeremy Scott party and I see Law, who's been on our show, and Law says, hey, have you seen Tiffany? And I'm like, nah, I mean, I don't even know her like that. And he says, she's over here. So I go to the dance floor. Tiffany is our, she, Tiffany is out there backing that ass up on something. <laughs> I don't know who she's backing up on. So she sees me. She pulls me in. I'm now freaking uh, Tiffany Haddish from behind, which is so interesting because, you know, it's been a long time since I've been behind a woman like that. <laughs> so we're dancing. And then Lee comes up, my friend Lee comes up, and then Lee and her start dancing, and then Law comes up, and then me and Law are dancing, and then now me and Law and Tiffany are all dancing. But I'm, I got both of them on me. It was a lot going on. But Tiffany is low-key my favorite person to party with because that whole weekend I ended up at a few parties with her, and she's just so fun. Like, she is really, the life of the party. She actually is. She's just the life of the party. Everybody loves her. Everybody gravitates to her. And um, she's just super nice. So shout-out to Tiffany Hash for showing me love. Jeremy Scott's party was probably the litest, the most lit party I went to while I was there. Um, let me see who was there. The Claremont twins were there. So I walk up to the Claremont twins. They're like, oh, my God, thank you for showing us so much love. Who the hell is Jeremy Scott? Oh, Lord. They thanked you for. They were like, thank you for showing. Who, who is Jeremy Scott? Yeah. Uh, Moschino. He's a designer. Right. He's oh, a very famous fashion designer. I don't know. So well, other people probably don't know who he is, but he's a very famous fashion designer. So the Claremont twins are like, hey, thank you so much for showing us love. I'm like, um, we write about you still in dead people's credit cards. <laughs> But if you think that that's love, hey, you give us stuff to write about, so we exchange numbers. That was and, the one where their titties were out, right? No, that night their titties were not out. That was two nights later. Wait, it was the, some gazoinkas out at these parties? Fashion week, fashion, fashion week is about people dressing extremely extravagant and extra and over the yeah, top. I saw what the hell Law had on. But Law, let me tell you something, Law looked good. Law, Law, he's, he, you know, people really like him, too. He had a lot of love shown to him at Fashion Week. But then again, when you dress Celine Dion, right. Tiffany Haddish, fucking Zendaya, I mean, God whatever. Goddamn, Gazoinga's out at the party. Yeah, they don't have big titties, though. Oh. They have big nipples. I don't like little titties with big nipples. I don't even like titties, period. Let's start, <laughs> let's start with that. Let's, okay. I don't even, I'm not even a fan of titties, period. Yo, but. I love me some Gazoingas. Yeah, and they're twins, so it's four of the same titties. But anyway, shout out to <laughs> But uh, back to Jeremy Scott's party. So Trevor Jackson was there. Um, you know, I typically don't drink dark and light liquor, but I was drinking Hennessy. Oh, no, I was drinking the new Syrah Cognac. 
And then, um, wow. uh, and then uh, Trevor wanted to have shots of Patron. Good. So we oh, just God. took shots of Patron. We had that. And then I end up sick again because uh-huh. I'm now so drunk and not hydrated. But shout out to Trevor. He was cool. Cardi was there. Hennessy was there. Um, Cardi looked amazing. Had a great time with Cardi B. This was before? This was before the melee at <laughs> the uh, Harbor Bazaar party. I just have to take a minute to say this because I get tro- I get trolled online all day. You see the comments all day. Okay, and I'm going to take my time to do this really slow, so please be patient with me because I really need to get this out. I've waited like two weeks to be able to say this. Cardi B is my friend. Cardi B is a supporter of Hollywood Unlocked. She's a supporter of me personally. I've made money with Cardi B outside of Hollywood Unlocked. Money at this... Money... I make money with a lot of people that we write about, but I make a lot of more money with her. That's very easy. She's easy to make money with. So let me just say that I have an appreciation for her personally and I like her professionally and in an unbiased way, being very unbiased and people are going to take it however they want to take it. She dropped an amazing album, period. You just, she, she did. All right. I've said before, I like Nicki Minaj. I do like Nicki Minaj. And I've said, fuck the Barbies. And let me be clear. I don't mean all of Nicki Minaj's fans because I'm also a fan of Nicki Minaj. You're a fan of Nicki Minaj. Are you a fan of Nicki Minaj? I love Nicki Minaj. Okay. She is a phenomenal rapper. She actually re-inspired female rap after all of the veterans went to do other things. So for that, you have to give her 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 credit because she's a fucking, she's an amazing rapper. My criticism of Nicki, and let me go back to the Barb's. I don't like the little trolls that have no icon on their photo, no followers, and just stay on my Instagram all day. I, y'all can say whatever you want. Whenever y'all get mad at me, you post me, you post all these crazy things about me. It's okay because, one, after my first time on television, I realized I have to have thick skin. You cannot be a public figure and not have thick skin because if you stay consumed with what everybody says all day long, you will fucking kill yourself. So I don't even care about that shit. I do respond when I have time. But let me say that for the Nicki Minaj fans who go on and 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 on about their queen, you're just a fucking nuisance. That's all you are. But keep it coming because I'm getting more followers. My engagement's up um, and that's all fine. But anyway, people don't understand that you can be friends with one, write about both or be friends with both and still not be in their shit. Me and Cardi have never sat up and plotted on Nicki Minaj. I've never been asked by Patience or Atlantic Records or anybody to ever do anything negative to Nicki Minaj. Never, never have. So when I saw Cardi at the Jeremy Scott party, you know what we talked about? Nothing. Dominicans, me going to Dominican Republic, her music. I was rapping her songs. She said I didn't know the words, whatever. I didn't know the <laughs> words because I don't know what Bad Bunny be saying. He just blah, 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 blah. That's what he says. Okay. But we don't talk about Nicki Minaj. That's not our relationship. And what I'm frustrated about is... What people don't realize whether if if, let me say this, when people are listening to this right now, they're hearing it one of two ways, either pro Nikki or pro Cardi. Not really many people are in the middle saying, I just love them both. Not many. They should, but not many. I love them both. But what people have to understand, my job is to say what I think about what's happening in pop culture. Let's talk about Cardi B and uh, Nicki Minaj at the Howard Bazaar party. I have never seen nothing like that in my life. (laughs) (laughs) I had never seen nothing like that in my life. Shit turned me on. I ain't gonna lie. It didn't turn me on. I'm gonna tell you where I felt bad. Cardi told me she was gonna whoop Nicki Minaj's ass. She told me that. And I believed her because the one thing about Cardi, unlike Nicki, is 
she's fucking a real chick. She's a real fucking chick. Uh, Nikki's a real chick, too. No, let me tell you yes. where she's not. Let me tell you where she's not. I'm going to get to Nikki. Let me break it down. I'm going to break it all the way. I just need some time. I, I beg for some time I today. Got time. You got Please time. bear with me because I've been waiting. I mean, I get trolled. I got time today. Jerusalem manages our social media and our content. I've been getting trolled been every bad. day. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. It's really annoying. Okay. Cardi B said, I'm going with her ass. I'm a presser. I'm a presser. Okay. So when she saw her, okay, when you see people, when you have beef with somebody, you say, when I see you on site, it's on site. You don't exclude bar mitzvahs. You don't exclude church. You don't exclude funerals. On site is when I see you because I may not see you. In our business, we run into each other at red carpets. Red carpets. We run into each other at Puffy's house. We run into, mm-hmm. And see, here's the deal. Why criticize Cardi B for attacking Nicki Minaj at the Harper Bazaar party when Nicki was with Raleigh, who attacked Sky at Puffy's house? Mm. What, what? See, this is why I feel like people are so one-sided and see things very singular. I look at it like the whole thing. Raleigh told me at Philippe Chow a long time ago in New York when we were having dinner, when I see Sky, I'm going to beat her ass, wherever it is. She said it online. She said whatever. She saw her at Puffy's house. Some could say she, sne- she, she, sneak- she sneaked her. Because she acted like they were cool. And then when she got up on her, she beat her up. Yeah, that's some dirty shit. Okay. Cardi saw Nikki at the Harper Bazaar party. She went up to talk to her directly. Somebody else in her camp started swinging at Cardi. You ain't got nothing to do with that. Then it became a melee that you saw online. Mm -hmm. So some people were saying that, uh, well, Cardi shouldn't have done that. Do I think Cardi should have done that? No. What have I told Cardi? Privately, don't fight that girl. She's not worth it. She is not worth it. Because right now you are in your moment. Live in that. Appreciate that. I text Queen Latifah. I need a favor from you. She didn't call me back. That favor was going to be, please call Cardi and talk to her. Because Cardi has star quality, star potential, and she has a lot of love. So when the fight happened, I felt one of two ways. One, I felt Cardi and all of them, are much better than giving her what she, I feel, baited them into. I feel Nikki ba- Nikki is strategically smart, and she's been in the game for a long time, and she knows how to do what she does. Cardi goes off. All the melee happens. It's the talk of Fashion Week. The entire Fashion Week is talking about it, right? So they leave. The next day, Nicki Minaj is on her radio show, ranting uncontrollably, psychotically to freedom i mean just she was she had a lot of energy and a lot of smoke for cardi on the radio but had nothing to say when she saw her this is my culture i feel i just need Nicki minaj is a bully let me say that because the way she unleashes her barbs Mm -hmm. to do her dirt that's bullying Cyberbullying is a real form of bullying. Mm-hmm. Kids kill themselves because of cyberbullying. She knows that she can say something like, you're the cocksucker of the year, or you're this, you're that, and she unleashes her barbs. Now, no, people are listening. People are listening saying, yeah, but you didn't say that to her when you were sitting two seats from her. I'm going to get to that, too. Oh, you know. I'm going to get to that, too. I just need some time today. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I almost did a video on my own, just sitting in my house talking. <laughs> so... What 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 Nikki did on the radio? She basically made a veiled threat that you can't put your hands on some people because you'll die, mm-hmm. and then her money's long, so she could pay people. Word on the street is Nikki is also called some OGs in prison to have them do something to Cardi. Problem is, they like Cardi. Hmm. 
There's a whole bunch of receipts on Nicki Minaj that I got that I could put out that I haven't put out. The reason why, what did I tell you guys? Stop writing about the girl. Mm -hmm. Just stop writing about her, period. Why? Because if we write something positive, it's because we're trying to kiss her ass. If we write something criticizing her, it's because Atlantic paid us. If we write that Cardi B is still at the top of the charts and Nicki hasn't charted number one yet, we're a Nicki Minaj hater. Anything to criticize Nicki Minaj, you automatically are a Cardi B pussy-sucking motherfucking Atlantic payroll bitch, which is not true. This is the fact. Nicki Minaj did not hit number one. Aretha Franklin died, bumped her out the way. Eminem dropped an album, bumped her out the way. Everything, uh, Travis Scott, you blamed it on Storm. You've been in a beef with a seventh-month-year-old kid. That is facts. So the fact that we're taking the hit, I think, is pretty interesting. But let me say, I don't believe the fight should have happened. I don't believe Cardi should have. Cardi should have had more restraint. Cardi could have handled that a different way. That's my yeah. that's my criticism. I wanted her to just read her to filth. I just wanted her to say, you number two ass bitch. And then that would have been the end of that. But I have learned in life that not acknowledging a motherfucker is more powerful than destroying them. Do you know how many people I want to go online? Right. I was told, at the, I was in the gym the other day with this nigga and he said to me that another nigga had told him that basically I took him to brunch and tried to like pursue him and this you're a valet driver <laughs> you fucking park cars no disrespect to the valet drivers he probably out there. was a fine valet hold, driver hold on hold on hold on you know he not he's cute but you move around like a paid escort so you can't go and tell a motherfucker some shit let me stop talking because i promise i won't say nothing because i'm gonna lose my mind Come on, hold on, Cardi. But my point is, <laughs> back in the day, old Jason would have used everything in his world to destroy somebody. Because mm -hmm. I know when you hurt me, now I need to hurt you. That's just right. the reciprocity that right. I was used Probably to. Probably when you were 25 years old. 35. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Bitch, nigga, yesterday. Wasn't that long ago. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Found Jesus, changed okay. my life. <laughs> but no, I feel like... I can disassociate from you mm -hmm. and watch your whole world fall apart. Yeah. Me and my ex was in love. We were in love. We, when I tell you I was in love, I ain't been in love with nothing like that since my fucking puppy. I love my puppy. Every time I come home and that little bitch be sitting there waiting for me so happy. <laughs> I never been in love with something that I felt loved me back like my ex. But I was able to walk away from that because I felt there was no more there for me. And right. as soon as I did, boom, I took off. They went their way. You How know. they doing? He just got out of prison. He's starting over. <laughs> oh, that's good. You know, I'm getting ready to go back and shoot season 13 of Wild and Out. Okay. My point is that you can disassociate yourself from somebody and, be, and have a lot more impact on them. What Cardi B did was play right into Nicki yeah. Minaj's web and what she do. Yeah. This is what I thought was crazy that people didn't realize. Nicki used her entire show, her entire show, to talk about Cardi B. But she dug up a lady from 2014 <laughs> who Cardi had some words with online about her child. Now, what I understand is this woman is, was attacking Cardi's niece. So Cardi attacked her kid, didn't know the kid was dead. And then this woman then, Nicki Minaj dug her up. She didn't have any compassion when she interviewed this girl. No. She used her as... She's uh, like, thank you, and hung up. Yeah, she used her as a tool to attack Cardi. Mm -hmm. She had no compassion. This You were talking to a woman about her dead baby being attacked. So I feel like, and this is how I felt then... But I didn't have a show or a platform to really talk about it. I felt that Nikki uses her show and her fans as weapons against anybody who disagrees with her. <laughs> that said, that was my opinion. On Wednesday, Mark Jacobs and his fiance Shar, uh, Shar, who's a good friend of mine, invite me to their show. I show up. 
Never sat front row at a major show. I don't show. know how the hell you got. I was like, what in the goddamn? <laughs> because I was at Mark's house a couple days before with his fiance, who's a good friend of mine. And, um, you know, they're getting married in April. So we were talking about the wedding and you know, drinking champagne. That's before we went to a ratchet club. But that's another story. Uh, I'm saving. Right. Anyway, so I'm, I'm sitting there. I get there. I'm, I'm, I'm seat 29. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm front row. Mark Jacobs. I mean, Christian Louboutin is in seat 32. Wow. 29. 31, 32, his sister's in 31, wow. Lee's, my friend's in 30. So, like, we're talking to Christian Louboutin, Anna Wintour's there. All these, I mean, it was just an amazing experience to really, like, soak up the experience of what Fashion Week really, and it really inspired me because if you think about it, Mark Jacobs was somebody who started from scratch, and then mm-hmm. he introduced, you know, you know, Louis Vuitton was a bag line, and then he introduced men's and women's fashion and Louis Vuitton as their creative director, and look at, look at how it's evolved now, and, you know, he's been an amazing uh just inspiring artists. He's an artist. We're artists. We're all artists in different ways. You know, we're artists in broadcast and journalism. He's an art, artist in fashion. But anyway, to sit there and be talking to Christian Louboutin and, you know, the different people, it was really inspiring. So I look on in line and I see Nikki's wearing Marc Jacobs. I go, fuck, <laughs> she's coming. That day we had probably written five stories about her that were criticizing her because she had a lot going on. She, Her radio show was out of control. So, of course, we write about it. So... My friend says, there she, she's, there she is. So I look, Nikki's standing at the front, at the top, getting together. They're taking pictures of her. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, one, this is not the time or place to talk about Cardi B at all. It's just not the time and place for me to interview her. I don't know her to reach over and say, hey, girl, how are you? It's just not the time or place. I'm a guest of Mark Jacobs and his fiance. We're sitting on the front row at a major fashion show with cameras and the world press across from us. It wasn't the, when she saw me. She gave me a really dirty look. Hmm. It was fine. She would let me know she know who I was. <laughs> um, she sat with her back to me, which was fine. She had a big dress. I, I look at the seats were really tight, so she had to make some room. Whatever. She, her back was to us. And then before she left, she gave me another dirty look. Now here's the deal. People wanted me to like wrestle her down in her Mark Jacobs dress. How did you feel when she was looking at you like she wanted to suck your soul out? No, your she body? didn't. She wasn't like mad dogging me. She just she. I don't think she was expecting me to be there. So when she walked up, she looked at me and she was just rolled her eyes like fuck, you know, like you know, whatever. But hey, I, maybe I'm interpreting it that way. It wasn't a look of hi, how are you? If she would have said to me, <clears throat> you know, you've been really fucked up online. I would have said, listen, I think that you've been doing a lot of shit that if you want to talk to me and build a relationship or tell your story, cool. But this is my opinion. My job is to tell you what the fuck I think, period, and report on the news. Right. I'm as much of a fan of pop culture as anybody listening. Um, And, you know, I felt like, you know, being in her presence, of course, she's a big star. She's a superstar. But you can feel. I feel the desperation in her behavior. That's just been my opinion. So to the fans who say, well, you were sitting two two seats away from the queen and you didn't say shit. When you can get in the same room as me, then have that conversation. It's like being at Thanksgiving at your grandma's house. Sit at the kids' table and shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let the adults sit at the adult table and deal with adult type shit. I've never seen so many fucking people who don't know people defend people. Hmm. I don't want my fans to defend me for any. I love when you do, but you don't have to defend me with these motherfuckers. Because when I have time, I respond myself. But Nicki Minaj, she looked great. She looked like she smelled good, too. I didn't smell her because I was two seats away. <laughs> I didn't get to hug her. 
But I don't hate Nicki Minaj. But I'm still going to have my opinion. I'm still going to be friends with Cardi. I'm not going to stop my relationship with anybody because everything I've learned, have, it passes, right? So, like, right now, it's Hollywood Unlocked is biased against Nicki Minaj. If Nicki's dumb enough to let her fans create this perception that we hate her and, and allows herself to be consumed with the thought that we don't like her, then that's up to that girl. Because I'm not going to kiss Nicki Minaj's ass. I ain't sucking nobody's pussy and sucking nobody's dick in this industry. I'm going to say what I want. Because what I learned a long time ago was that when you get true to your brand and you get true to the people that support you, that's when you flourish. That's when you win. Everybody listening that's tuning in, that's sharing this link, that's sending it to their friends, you're the people that I care about. You're the people that I read your comments. I listen to you. You know, if you're objectively criticism, criticizing me, I listen. Mm. But I know how to tune the hate out because I have a job to do. And, um, yeah, if Nikki ever wants to talk, we can talk. But what do you think? What do you think by what you see online? People were just too consumed. I get it. It was trending that weekend. But, you know, a week later, people are still obsessed with this story. And I felt like, all right, guys, give it a, give it a break. There's so many other things going on. Two, the, the way people are, they just assume. And you can tell it's children. You guys is on Atlantic Payroll. Um, Jason Lee didn't say that shit to Nicki Minaj. I'm like, what adult is really saying this? So you're clearly a child. Um, and you're so uneducated. You have no idea what really is going on behind the scenes. The people that really know these people. Um, I was just over it. And I think, like I was saying, I think, yeah, Cardi didn't handle it the best way. But I also took into account there's a 10-year age gap. You're still growing and evolving as an adult at the age of 25 years old. She only been when, in the game for a year and a half, right? Because when she said, when Nikki said the comment, "Oh, you just had the biggest blessing of your life, and you're out here fighting," I get it. But girl, you, we all know if you're really from the streets, you know a million girls like that. They don't. They could have just dropped the baby. They'll even tell you, "Bitch, wait till I drop this seed because it's on site when I see you." Can I give you some receipts real quick? You heard the song "Drip." Yeah. Drip, drip, came through dripping. Drip, 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 drip. Who's on that song? Migos. Oh, yeah, Migos. Guess who's on there first? Offset. It was Nikki. Future. Oh. oh. I thought it was my bad. Who, who's touring with Nikki? Future. Guess why Future ain't on that song? Because she told him he had to. If he wanted to go on tour. Now oh, let Nikki. somebody <laughs> now let somebody challenge me and I will drop that. Because I got the reference track. I can't hear Future. Hold on. on there. Hold on. Whether Shut you up. can hear him or not is not the point. The point is. Cardi has said you're hating behind the scenes. See, people hear and see what they see on the surface. This industry so fucked up. People right. don't understand. There's people that get on the phone about me making phone calls. But guess what? I don't care. Right. Because I own my own platform. I can say whatever I want on my show, so you on heard my the, page. You heard, the, you heard the track with Future. Future was on the track. At, with Migos. For her to sit with there Cardi. and... With Cardi. Migos jumped was, on because oh. Future had to jump off. And I think Future would have sound good on that track. It's a it's a good song. And for, and for people to sit here and deny when when it first started servicing, and you know they're they're now bringing up you know K Michelle said the same thing. This is years ago. Remy Ma said the same thing. Safari said the same thing. You know, and, and then when she's on the show, she just kind of bypasses it, like you because you want to jump on the rumors that I get people. How, why is it the same consistent rumors? Ra Ali called me and said. Hmm. You know, you're supposed to be unbiased. You're supposed to not weigh in and give your opinion. Like, you're supposed to be unbiased. But you hanging with Nikki, doing her dirt, too. Now, I love Raw Ali. I don't care what anybody thinks about Raw or criticize Raw. I love Raw. Raw is one of the few people when I go to New York that I have dinner with every time. Mm. She's invited me to stay at her home. She's what 
welcomed me to send cars. She's come and hosted my party. Like, I mean, she's come and visited my party. Well, Ra is a cool person. But I'm going to be critical of Ra, too, because friends can do that. She's been critical of me on her mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be critical of her. Stop letting Nikki use you as a lapdog. Nikki got homegirls from the hood that she used to hang with all the time. They're not around no more. You know why? Because everybody knows one thing about Ra. Ra will jump in some shit because she has no problem jumping in some shit. But I also understand being friends with mega celebrities, how it's easy to take on their beef. Mm. I have taken on some of Floyd's shit. Mm. But then there came a day where I woke up and said, I got to stop taking on everybody else's shit and focus on my own shit. Because God gave me my journey to get to where I want to go. And it ain't got nothing to do with this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. You could still be a loyal friend without feeling like you have to fight your friend's battles. You know, I had to tell my staff, stop responding to the fans on Instagram, defending us and me and Hollywood Unlocked. and Because fuck what they talking about. Let them talk what they, because as long as they talk and that's engagement, and that engagement goes up, we get more money. So fuck it. But I'm surprised at how much Raw's been involved with this beef. Because it ain't Nikki and her homegirls. Nikki ain't going to get her, I mean, I mean, it's Cardi and her homegirls. Cardi ain't, I mean, at the strip club, I guess there was that issue where that girl said she had threw yeah. some up or whatever and she yeah. jumped across the bar and fought her. But I guess where I'm, I'm confused is how can Nikki sit there and criticize Cardi for fighting her at Harper Bazaar when your own friend who was with you there did the same thing at Puffy House? That's true. At the end of the day, if y'all going to keep pulling receipts and facts on each other, then accept all the facts. Because it's like you can't sit here. It's the pot calling the kettle black. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Nicki Minaj and Cardi B need to be put in a room together with the door locked. Mm -hmm. With baby oil on. Just them two. And, And let me say this to the fans. I'm sick of talking about these two. No, me and my team are sick and I'm, I, I'm tired so of talking it. about this beef. We want to talk about the music. We want to talk about fashion. We want to talk about the shit that should be important. Not whether or not they're fighting or who's going to beat up who or whatever. We are, as much as you guys hate us talking about it, we hate talking about it. But guess what? When two of the biggest female rappers get into a fist fight at Harper Bazaar, we have to talk about it. Hot Cardi come out looking like a pumpkin patch kid. I need to I'm know. not going to trivialize, and I'm not going to laugh Sorry. at her having a bump on her head. I want to know how she's, it is. You she's know making what? fun of herself now. Because you know what, though? But listen, back in the day, in the 90s, when Tupac and Biggie had that big old beef, mm-hmm. and Nicki Minaj is the one thing she said that is real. People think it's funny until somebody ends up dot, dead. But bring this up. how uh, The fact that these two are having physical altercations at Fashion Week, when, tell this day, Little Kim and Foxy Brown have never let it get to that level. How can you call yourself a queen and you're not partaking in queen activity? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you can, don't get off your throne. You on the throne, stay on the throne. Don't come down here to throw tomatoes with the peasants, allegedly, if that's so, what it is. So we just going to overlook the pumpkin patch? I mean, what do you want me to say? What do you what want was me to say? Like, what, 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 what do you think? Your, Let's talk about it. I don't know. What I the want, fuck? A lot of I, people I'm not know. I just said, what, what do they want to know? You saw the how girl she, with a bump on her hair. What do you want to know? Well, I wasn't not, there. Well, from there's a mixed reports all in the comments that it was security, that it was raw. Um, so it, it, it's, it, and, and TMZ, the cameras didn't catch that part. So when the what the cameras caught, you already see Cardi with the knot on the head. But the one thing that is obvious is that Nikki didn't put the knot on her head. All right, that's Thank the you. bottom line. That is the I bottom line. I don't give a fuck if your friendly neighborhood Spider Man came in and kicked her in the fucking forehead. <laughs> Nikki didn't do it. Nikki did not. Nikki do it. Nikki stayed up against the wall and said, 
I'm not moving. I'm not moving. Whatever she said. Listen, you got a girl who's right there in your face saying, bitch, let's run the fade right now. You've been talking about the girl in the interviews all online. She's right there. Why not fight her right there? Why? Because white people are there because you need the white people. Cardi don't give a fuck about that. Cardi said, bitch, when I see you, is on. And she yeah. saw her. Last time they were at the Met Gala, Cardi said Nikki approached her, trying to talk to her and all of that. She was, really wasn't feeling it, but she was like, whatever. Cardi said, I gave you two passes. The other time, I think they were in a hotel. Second time was at the Met Gala. The third time, she was like, bitch, I'm not going to do it anymore. And so to that, I think that both of them took an L for fighting at Harper Bazaar. Both of them took an L for all of that. So, But let's put that aside. Back to the question about the uh, the knot on her head. I don't know. I don't know how she got it. Our report says security gave it to her, but this is what I will say. Nikki didn't do it. Nikki didn't do it. Nikki didn't do it. And, you know, you can't call yourself a real bitch and this and this and this and that or whatever. And and let and let and let's 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 be clear about this too. I would say the same shit I'm saying right now on God if Nikki was sitting right here. But Nikki will never ever ever come on this show. She will never do an interview with me ever. You know why? Because all these other radio personalities sucking her pussy to give her a platform where she don't have to answer hard questions, where she gets drilled with hard questions. Because they play the politics. Because she's she going to get an interview to niggas who going to give her a little bit of love and not going to go all the way there. Mm. Put her in a room. Me, Charlamagne, and Joe Budden. Let's all talk to her. Mm. Joe Budden already said he's tired of her. Joe yeah. Budden will be Joe, here on yeah. Friday. And I can't wait till he gets here so we can talk yeah. about how we can work together. Yeah. Yo, Joe Budden called out her, Eminem, and um, Kanye. Kanye West. I got one more thing to get off. One more. Pause. This is it. I was at the gym today. and The guy was teaching me how to do squats. He talking about drop that ass. I said, don't ever talk to me like that again. <laughs> I guarantee your trainer did not tell you that. He told me that. He drop. said, drop that ass. Drop, drop that ass. That ass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking get the fuck out of here. So we all know we've been in challenging relationships here on the show. Gio, you've been very open about yours. I've been very open about mine. Melissa, she ain't here. But if she was here, she'd be very open about hers, too. <laughs> the great thing about one of our new sponsors, Talkspace, is that they are an um, online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Remember, we had Jennifer Lewis here, and she was saying when she was in Cairo, she wanted to fuck that Egyptian, yes. and she called up her, her therapist. therapist. Well, the great part about this company, um, Talkspace, is that they allow you to call up any of their uh, 2,000 licensed therapists at any time from anywhere to get advice or to talk to them about whatever you're going through. Um, and there's also a mobile app, which makes it more convenient. Look at this. Nowadays, you can just use technology right. to get your mind right. So yeah. No excuse. Don't got to get up and go and sit on somebody's couch. Go right from your phone at home. But think about it. You could be at the hookah, hookah bar and somebody could take your hookah tip and put it in their mouth. And you're just a germaphobe to the point to where now you want to strangle them. But before you do that, you reach for your phone and you hit talk space. And you that talk was a to great a example. It happens. Right. And to match with the perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to talkspace.com slash unlocked and use the code unlocked and get $45 off your first month and show your support for this show. All right. That's unlocked at Talkspace.com slash unlocked. And folks, remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into your childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies to cope with things that are happening. And I think it's important that all of us that are living a stressful life, whether it's work, relationship, kids, just life in general, that you use this tool to manage your stress in a way that is effective so that way you can um, stay out of jail. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Because stress will lead you there. That's true. Therapy is normal. Or underground. Tell them where to go one more time. Talkspace.com backslash unlocked.
All right, so Kalani, I'm in the Dominican oh, Republic. Oh, God, yeah. I'm in the Dominican Republic. I don't know about this, by the way. I'm in the Dominican Republic on vacation. I wake up to tons of messages, texts and all this, tweets and stuff. Kalani, I have evidence right here. Oh, you printed the, the oh. Yes, because I had to read this. She said, and I quote, Hollywood Unlocked, what a shit blog. They tried to pay my little brother, my real blood brother, to give them dirt on me. They found his social media. Don't know how. Y'all be out here tripping, tripping. Damn, Kalani, I fucking love you, girl. Can I, I s- interviewed her. I thought she's such a sweetheart. I fucking love but you. But I, I, that came so out of nowhere. I had already noticed when when I made the story card. Okay. Wait, wait you're oh, going go too ahead. far. Do- Just I, let me lead it. Let me. I tell you, I need time today. Get your top to <laughs> I need time. <laughs> let me start by saying Sounds that like I auntie. I love Kalani. I love, love her. Kalani. I love her as an artist. I love her as a social activist. I love how vulnerable she's been in talking about yes. depression, suicide, yes. and drugs. I think she's talked about drug use, yes. right? Yes. yes. Um, she's from Oakland. I'm from Stockton, both Northern California. Love this girl. I love the fact that she's been open about her sexuality. Mm-hmm. And I met her at the Slut Walk. Yeah. One, we talked it up, and she, you know everything's cool. So a few weeks ago, I was talking to Prince. And this is where I know Prince is going to be mad. Prince from Love and Hip Hop Miami, because I got to put all the receipts out. Fuck it. And him and Kalani, they were talking for a little bit. Fuck you, Prince. And uh, he told me, I said, hey, man, tell Kalani I'd like to interview her because I really like her. He was like, okay, cool. So he hits me back and he's like, you know, she's she's cool off of you. She's not really fucking with you like that. I'm like, what? She was like, yeah, she's not fucking with you. Didn't tell me why. I was like, okay, whatever, fine. So um, never wrote a bad story about her. She posted something on her Instagram, which you guys didn't print that I asked you to print. She posted that fans were criticizing her, saying she looked like she had plastic surgery. You want to talk about that story? Yeah, plastic surgery, our our writer, Alexis, wrote it up, and we just pride ourselves. And if you write for Hollywood Unlocked, we will make sure that you get represented on our social media. So it was towards the end of the day, I'm like, okay, let me get up a story that Alexis wrote, and then I know we'll drive engagement, which was that story. What was the story? uh, uh, Do you you remember the title? Kailani shuts down. I I want to pull it up right now. Kaylani responds to plastic surgery rumors. I look different because I'm healthy. That was the title. That's the title of the story. Wait, this is why I need people in the radio land. Listen to this one more time. Say it really slow. What was the title? Kaylani responds to plastic surgery rumors. Quote, I look different because I'm healthy. Okay, now read her tweet. Okay, her exact tweet said. Now wait, this is her tweet. Her exact tweet. She controls her Twitter fingers. Yes. Kaylani, this is what you wrote. What did she say? Laughing my ass off. Y'all, I have never gotten facial surgery. Don't plan on it. I look different because I'm healthy. I'm well rested for once, not on the road. I removed all my piercings and pay a lot of attention to my skincare. Stress levels down. That's it. Suck me with the accusations. So we wrote a story based on her tweet that said she looked great and she's getting rested, whatever. The next thing I know is that she gets that and she writes, Hollywood Unlocked, what a shit blog. They try to pay my little brother. Now, y'all know I work with tons of brands. Let me tell you how I build my relationships with people because people out there want to know, how do you network? How do you do whatever? If I see, let's talk about Vito. My friend Vito, who I met just from events, whatever. I see that he is the right-hand man to Big Sean. Oh, God. Now, I don't know Big Sean. I know his management. I know Rock Nation. But... I'm going to go to the f- closest relationship to the person if I don't have a direct connect to say, yo, put this in front of Big Sean. Let's make some money. <clears throat> because as with a lot of people, I make a lot of money with different people on the side. I had some money for Kalani. So 
she had posted a picture with her and her brother. She's not going to respond to me. So I hit her brother on Snapchat and said, hey, can you please connect me with your sister, give her my number, whatever. He hit me back and said, she said, call her manager. I called her manager. She ended up going and doing the deal. Fine, it all worked out. But to say that we reached out to your little brother, and by the way, her little brother's like in his 20s. It ain't like a 15-year-old, the way it sounds. That I reached out to her brother to get dirt on her. Let me tell you three How ro- did that get Let me tell up? you three roles. That, three ro- people know how to create trolls, man. If I go online and do what I do, I know how to make people go crazy. You've seen I've done videos that have gotten hundreds of thousands of views because I can talk crazy. Three things we don't do at Hollywood Unlocked for people that have questions. One, we do not talk about people's children. We just don't. We don't attack children. We don't out people. Do you know how many niggas is running around here in this industry getting fucked in the ass on a daily basis, <laughs> sucking all types of dick that we don't write about? Oh I saw God. one at Fashion Week. He thought he saw a ghost. Girl, wipe your mouth off. I see a nigga over there. Ain't nobody worried about you. But my point is, is that I don't do that. And three, we don't pay for stories. We damn sure don't pay for stories. That's corny. We had somebody reach out to us and yeah. say... That she was a minor who fucked Takashi six nine yes. and wanted how much you want fifty fifty thousand dollars. First she said fifty thousand, then she lowered it to ten thousand, then she told me she'll give it to me for free. We don't post. Damn, you trying we, to get this man in trouble? Huh? We don't buy stories. Yes. Stories. Yes. We just don't. TMZ does that. We don't do that. I hope Kalani sees this shit. I hope she sees she, this. Well, she'll see it. Here's the deal. Love you. Here's the deal. Kalani, I still love you, girl. I love that girl. I'm not mad at you. I mean, I still have to talk to my attorney to see if I'm going to sue you. Yeah, because now people are in our comments saying things. And I think overall, like as the managing editor, it bothers me when people throw labels on the entire brand to say that we're not credible, to say that we pay uh, thousands of dollars to dig for dirt and, and it's false. So that made me I just didn't like it. That's one thing I really did not like. And um, I wish Kaylani would take that statement back. because no, 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 no. I'm going to talk to my attorney. You can't just say anything you want to say. See, we say things, and sometimes when we get the story wrong, people will hit us up with attorneys and say, fix it or else, and we fix it. We fix it. Because sometimes we don't get the, sometimes we we get information that isn't true, right? but we we rely on it to be true, or it's worded in a way that looks a certain way, and we're we're willing to fix shit, you know, and the the law gives us 24 hours to fix, 48 hours to fix things that aren't true. But what you don't get to do is you don't get to go on a rant and say whatever the fuck you want because you have a platform. It's like if somebody said, well, she has freedom of speech. Well, let's be clear. You have freedom of speech, but you cannot walk on a plane and say bomb. Not, and not with <laughs> accusations. That was a good ass analogy. You, know, yes. you cannot say whatever you, you can say whatever you want to say, but there are consequences when you slander or defame a person's brand and character. I don't know how many millions I may sue this girl for. I don't know. But here's the deal. Kalani, I still love you. We're still going to cover you with love. We're still going to write stories about you. They, Her manager wanted me to take the story down. And then he, he kind of made like some little veil threats. Like, you know, we don't want this to get on. Oh, you know, we want to keep this, you know, like business, you know, because we from the streets. And I said, let me tell you something, bro. We're not going to go there. I said, we're not going to go there because now there are other people that can call you to have that conversation. And you don't want them calls. We're going to stay focused on, but we need you to delete it. I'm not deleting it. I said, but let me call my attorney because, so she deleted her tweet after I said I was going to sue her. No, she didn't, because we still have no, it no, embedded. No, she deleted it. Oh, the she one deleted that towards the you. Hollywood oh, okay. Right, right, right. She deleted that. She's a smart girl. But the damage is already done, because now you got people thinking that the reason why I did try, the reason why I tried to buy dirt from your brother was because you're doing the song with Nicki Minaj. They, these people come up with crazy stuff. I don't care that much about any of these people. 
if we are not fucking or making money together, I am not thinking about you. Period. What are we thinking about? Girl, you got I'm a not. song with Cardi and Nikki. Apparently, listen. Wait, there's no. Like, there's no celebrity. That I wake up and go, oh, my God, I just love them so much. I mean, I love Beyonce, but God, I don't even go to that girl's Instagram like that. Because <laughs> she rarely posts, man. She posts, but I don't care what I will. When Beyonce comes to L.A. this weekend, I may go see her on the run. That wasn't my favorite tour of hers, but whatever. I'm not thinking of her. But anyway, Kalani, we're going to deal with that. And we're going to resolve that, hopefully. So that's it. And the only other thing I have is just the Dominican Republic. I had a great time. I went there for my second trip. I had a great time, and that's it. I'll just leave it at that. This is your all-time world-breaking record of your weekend recap. Well, because there's been two weeks of, like, mind you, I have not said anything to any of the craziness online. Anytime Cardi does something, I get attacked. Anytime Nikki does something, I get attacked. I don't even be knowing what's happening. And here's the deal, people. Hollywood Unlocked is bigger than these two girls. Mm-hmm. This, They're not... Hollywood Unlocked. They are a fraction of what we cover, but because they've had so much going on, we've had to cover a lot of it. Now, some would say I'm a little biased, and let me address that, because I do post a lot of negative stuff about Nikki. <laughs> She's doing a lot of negative stuff. Yeah, I just think she I mean, the, we, we, we haven't posted her. The last thing was just the Jeffrey Owens thing where she hasn't sent the money to him after saying after sending back to a point you made earlier she literally sent the barbs on her show and said find who took this picture of him i want to talk to them you, you can't do that like you who regardless whoever took the picture took the picture you're now sending a whole swarm of people to attack this one person listen sound my, to me my engagement's up <laughs> attack me thank you baby you just sound like you just need some good old-fashioned d you sound like you stressed baby you're going through a lot when was the last time you had some good old-fashioned d mm. some good d well she was spotted with lewis listen, hamilton listen stop <laughs> she was supporting his line with tommy lewis i know lewis he ain't fucking nikki <laughs> let's go back dick don't make you same. Shit. Dick makes you crazy. No, no, no. Depends Dick kind of makes you crazy. If you crazy, it'll sane you out. If you sane, it'll make you crazy. No. Trust me, I done dealt with both of the bunches. Okay, well, let's talk about more than your dick, because honestly, that's the other thing about this show. We got to elevate this show, people. We went a long way without talking about dick. Wait, yes! wait. That's listen. a record, too. Why? Because I can talk about the Dominican Republic, and there was a lot of dick involved in the oh, Dominican Republic. God. Oh my but gosh. I'm not going there because I don't think anybody wants to hear about, you know, this beautiful ass Dominican man. Mm. I'm not going to call him a boy. He's 24 years old. Is that a boy or a man? That's a boy. That's a no, man. that is a man. That's a, that's a man. Anyway, boy. we don't need to, we don't need to talk about that. Because the, the one I thought was in love with me mad because I won't help him get no papers. And the other one, <laughs> oh. he's so goddamn beautiful. So I love the Dominican Republic, but I had to get the fuck out of there too because I felt like I was, I was really starting to lose my mind again. All right, but um, no, I don't. I don't. I think that Nikki. I'm. I'm glad it's been quiet for the last week. Yeah, I'm glad. And, and it, what I what I started liking in our comments were when people because they talk about Nikki and Cardi in any post. We post <laughs> anything, and they like Cardi that uh, Cardi got unfollowed by Rihanna, which are all lies, by the way. But they're all in the comments. So there's other people that are like, can y'all just shut up about this Cardi and Nicki Minaj thing? Yesterday, Lil Kim had blue hair and Nikki had blue hair. I'm glad we didn't post to who had it better. Because they would have went off on that. They would have went off But on here's that. the deal. We do that, though. We're we media. do that. Come on, you guys. They engage with it. Like, you guys are just getting too sensitive when it's like, this has been our job before these two had the Fashion Week melee. Okay, one thing about the Dominican Republic, I would say. There's oh, different God. shades of Dominicans, too. By the way, people yeah. think that I only like light-skinned boys because I do prefer light-skinned men. 
They have dark. But when I gorgeous. tell you, I saw the most beautiful, blackest mm-hmm. black. This motherfucker was so black. Mm-hmm. He was blacker than you, Kelvin. He was so black. Yeah. Tommy from Martin. He was mm, Tommy from Martin was ugly and t- oh, he's dead anyway. Let's not talk about. It. He don't look like Tommy from Martin. <laughs> yes, he, he do. do. Yes, he does. He does not look like Tommy. Yes, from he does. He Hold looks on. like Tommy's son. He does not look like Tommy from Martin. <laughs> yes, he does. The difference is he got a job because though. he got glasses <laughs> and because he's take his hat, take because your hat. Because he's dark skin with a bald head. Tommy did not have take a beard. But he, Tommy sometimes had the little. Okay, we're leaving Kelvin out the show. <laughs> Kelvin don't look like a goddamn Tommy. We're going to have to do a side by side. Listen, I saw this fine ass, beautiful black motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, Jason. Because he's right next to Haiti. And so, you know, I, I slid my, my WhatsApp number. I slid my WhatsApp number because, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, I get blamed for being a colorist. Let me go on and break the color lines. Oh, God. All this nigga wanted was a free beer. I, I, I'm like, damn. <laughs> No they matter where I'm something. at. No, they want something. But Come no, on. it was cool. I had a great time in Dominican Republic. How was the females over there? I never been to the DR. Gorgeous. I was sitting in my hotel room, and I mean, there were so... First of all, money goes a long way in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, don't tell me. A number ass, huh? And Mo- when I say money... Okay, what is a gazoinka? T- I don't call titties titties. Gio, like big Come, titties, uh, Gio, I call Gio, them gazoinkas. Gio, Gio, what is a gazoinka? Gazoinkas is my way of calling titties so, titties. So when you walk up to a girl on the street... Look at them goddamn gazoinkas. You say that to her. Yes. You know what? That's why. You know what somebody did? Somebody sent me your nude photos, too, by the way. What? You sent me nude oh photos God. out. I forgot to tell you. What? The barbs who were mad at me were like. They sent geos. They, your, your nude photos. They they sent me like six or seven of them. That's crazy. Full body and everything. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Gio, uh, you somebody, be No, somebody probably hacking in my shit. No, but anyway, we'll get on you in a minute. Because I was, was going to post some on Hollywood. No, you post like, some shit. I swear <laughs> to God, I'll sue the shit out this shit. You can't sue me for it's not revenge porn. You can only sue for revenge porn. We ain't fucked. So. I fucking lie said you was stalking me and was in love with me. Gio, let me be very clear. Oh, God. If you ever wake up in the midnight hour and have a thought of eating an Oreo or thinking that I'm looking for you in any type of way other than being at this show, you done smoked a good crack pipe. Yo, that's a. <laughs> Gio, you hey, sending out pictures? Because, fuck you. Because whatever bitch sent that shit, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. You don't okay. even know. No, we're not. We're not. Yeah, we not. Why, first of all, it was a nigga that sent them to me. What? Yeah, because somebody were, fucking catfish my ass. <laughs> no, they 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 probably didn't get them from you directly. Yeah, they exactly probably just not. got them because they're online. Are you sending stuff in DMs? Oh no! If the, if it's the same ones, that's them old ones from the Beyonce dancing days. Yeah, them been out. I don't give a fuck about them. Well, I don't know. I honestly did not look at them long enough to decide what era of you it was. <laughs> but I don't want to get nude photos. People, do not send me nude photos of Giovanni. There's yeah. nothing about Gio that I want to see. And whoever and, did and, that and, shit, and, and your the, mommy ain't shit, you little wait, whore. And let me say this, too. And you know I got niggas. You be seeing them. You be seeing me with them. Tell me. Tell the viewers I don't got. Tell, tell them they ain't good looking. Tell them. <laughs> tell them. Tell them the niggas you see. Tell them the niggas you see me with are good looking. Well, why the fuck would I say that? You, be, I'm gonna just say this. You be with a lot you of niggas. To me that they were good looking. I, they for for you. They be like, you pull no, that not nigga. for me. No, no, stop stuttering, nigga. You've said to me before that I be pulling some fine niggas. Now, I get swear to God, I on a G, I ain't never said. Well, you didn't no, say fine. fine you said good looking. Yeah, good looking. Yeah, I mean, good for for what I consider what would go for you. They be they good looking. Dudes. What would go for me? I got money. What are you talking about? Oh gosh, money changes everything. This is why I be telling people. I be telling my friend. I be telling my friend Horace right there, you know, a model out of Philly. You stop chasing them. They are going to chase you. Once you got everything you got, they're going to be right there like a lap dog just waiting. Just waiting for your next command. Oh, my god! Roll gosh. over. Wow. Play dead. Wow. I'm just playing. I know, hope so. All right. Well, listen, that's it. Um, I only have one more thing about flying. Oh, oh gosh. 
The things I hate when flying. This is what I hate. And I don't give a fuck about anybody's opinion when you hear this. Because I mean it from the I mean this from the deepest part of my soul. I fucking hate your screaming kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was on a flight to, I think, Australia, and this man was walking down the aisle with earplugs, handing them to passengers because his kid screams on flights. I thought that was so fucking respectful. What happened? He, this man had a bag of earplugs, oh, wow. and he was walking down the aisle handing them to passengers because <laughs> he knew his fucking badass little kid <laughs> was going to be screaming. And guess what? I'm like, oh, that's so sweet, but I don't need him. Thank you. I was like, oh, my God. Put, give me some fucking NyQuil for this motherfucker, right? Because that's what the girls used to do back in the hood. They'd get a baby NyQuil so they'd go to sleep so they can fuck. Anyway, oh, I they hate need to use illegal. that for the kids that have kids like That's that. Like I'm not saying you should give your kids NyQuil to get some dick. I'm just saying I knew bitches that did it. Now let's move on. <laughs> he go cross his shit out. He, right, you see him? <laughs> I hate rude ass flight employees. I had a woman talking to me. She could barely speak English. I don't know what race she was, and I'm not even going to make this a racial issue. But if you can't understand what the fuck I'm saying because you don't speak English, don't get rude and get mad at me. Go get. What's that shit called where you buy it online? Rosetta Stone. Get Rosetta. Get that bitch out, Rosetta. Get Rosetta out the goddamn closet bitch and learn English. But that's not even that. I don't like people who go to work angry. Mm. Why are you at work angry? You chose to work here. If you don't want to work here, you can go to Walmart. Then you can pop, you can put boxes in the back of the truck so you could go to UPS. Or you could be a valet driver. Where all, all you have to say is, here, give me your keys. Here's your keys. That's it. But if you're going to be helping me get on a flight and I book first class and because you fucked up, you put me coach. Now you got to put me back first class. Don't be rude to me. This one woman was so rude. And then on the way back, they booked my flight, my last name first and my first name last. And so this nigga comes up, you know, he got a little authority. He don't really speak English either. Lee Lee Jason. (laughs) He had to call and do a big investigation. Shout out to Saranis Jackson, who was also at the counter because his six, nine ass was in the middle seat way in the back. But they moved him to an aisle. Oh, Lord. The guy from Insecure. You can't put his tall behind in the middle seat. So while I'm talking to the guy, I said, listen, you don't know who I am. If you did, you would know that right about now, you would be getting cussed the fuck out. Put me on the flight. I have the boarding pass. You put me in two different. I'm in two seats. One's the middle, one's the aisle. I want the aisle seat or window seat. Finally, he put me in there after counseling about um, safety and this and that. Anyway, rude ass flight employees. Service dogs. Be careful with this one now. No. <laughs> no. This woman wanted to bump me out of my seat in 7A so she can sit there with her service dog because her service dog can't sit behind the engine. No. I said, ma'am, I don't know what kind of service your dog gives mm-hmm. you, but he ain't getting that service tonight. Get your ass in the fuck <laughs> no. back of the plane. Yeah, I would have said the same thing. Bitch, bye. Service dogs, and this little dog was, it had saliva coming out of its mouth. No, come on. I don't want to get on a plane with your damn dog foaming at the mouth and and with all types of cum looking spit coming out of his goddamn mouth. No, fuck that. If you need a service dog, get a private jet. Take the train. Yes. Okay. I just hate people that feel entitled. <coughs> like, don't you? Tell I hate me, people I who, when the plane lands, we just landed. We have not even got to the gate yet. 
You're standing up out of your Already? fucking seat. That's me. That's rushing me. to get to the front of the plane that That's has me. not yet stopped yes. yet. And you still got to wait for first class. I cussed so many Dominicans out when we <laughs> landed in New Jersey. I said, get the fuck back there. I was rude to so many Dominicans and I didn't give a fuck. Because you know what? Granny, 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 granny. Where the fuck are you going? <laughs> Abuela. Bitch, your bag is still in 19A. Why are you in 3B looking to get the fuck up? I, I can't stand when people... And, yeah. and, 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 and I'll tell you... And I'll tell you, you know, we love Cole. Cole's our white, our token white boy here at the show that you never see. But mm -hmm. if you want to see him on Instagram, his Instagram is right here. He's a thought. You can go check him out. <laughs> okay. Uh, white people have white privilege on the flight when the flight lands. That's true as fuck, They Cole. want to get the fuck off before you. And I look at them like, nigga, I will stab you with the Black Panther pin, bitch. I will Wakanda <laughs> your fucking ass. I get so racially tense. When I look at them too, bitch, don't you get up that fucking seat? Because white people always want to get off the plane first. Where do you have to go? Where? They gonna be like, what they gonna do Where about it? Where you gotta it? go? Wait, Nothing. Can we just establish that <laughs> none of us can actually leave until the door opens and we leave aisle by aisle? I had a motherfucker last week. He was sitting two rows behind me. <clears throat> I was in the window, so the people next to me, they white, so they courteous. Mm. They sit down when it's time to get up to reserve your seat, your, your place in the aisle. But they waiting. And I'm standing up in the fucking corner by the window, hunched over, looking crazy. And I'm like, listen, can y'all get up before they rush? The guy rushes two rows back and gets them. I said, yo, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. No disrespect. Get the fuck back. Because at this point, I'm irritated as fuck. And he got back because he knew. It was, it was gonna go yeah, down. don't fuck with a crazy person. You know what I hate about flying? I got one more. That's what's up. Maldonado, the custom employee in Newark, New Jersey, you piece of shit, cocksucking bitch. Oh. <laughs> you fucking went in my bag and would fold in my Gucci shoes and my Balenciaga shoes. Bitch, you, those fucking shoes cost a thousand dollars. Yo, a he pair. was creasing your joints? He said he had to make sure I didn't have contraband. But he was doing it with a smile. Because <laughs> he's a hater. No, niggas will hate on your high fashion. Yeah, Yo, I hate Yo, he did it with a fucking smile, nigga. I lost my. <laughs> Fucking mind. I had friends waiting for me outside of customs. When I tell you I was late because I was oh, cussing them shit. the fuck out, they had to call all the security, all the customers. I said, let me tell you something. You bitches can't do nothing to me because I can say what the fuck I want. Right. I'm letting you search my shit, but the law doesn't say I can't tell you you're a bitch ass nigga for uh, folding my, my Balenciaga like that. <laughs> the fuck? I hate, I hate everybody at the airport. When then, I go, I have my guard up because I'm just ready to curse somebody out. And they, one, of the, one of the other guards goes, black guy, he goes, hey, he knew who I was. Right, he, was but, like, he was like, hey, bro. He don't know what Balenciaga is. I hey, said, that's Look at the bitch. I can tell you don't know what the fuck it is. This so well, listen, next time you know when you go to the airport, if you're going overseas, whatever, you could be like, yo, and somebody fucking translate, those are very expensive shoes. Don't fold my shit. I told him that. Then hey. that's when he bent it with a smile. <laughs> that's what I'm no, listen, listen, you don't understand. He pulls all my shit out and he throws it on the counter. So I'm already mad because I didn't fold my shit neat. He lays my shoes out. Gucci, Gucci, Balenciaga, fucking, what else was it? Uh, and Gucci. All these Gucci. And he goes to this shiny one that if you fold it, the, it will fucking put a crease in the shoe. He folds it and I go, hey, 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 hey. That shoe cost me $1,000. Can you please not do that? And he was like, what? I'm just checking for contraband. And he smiles and he does it again. <laughs> Nigga, when I tell you I lost it, I thought I was going to jail. I called Lee, Lee and Sam. I said, just go ahead because I'm going to jail. I'm going to fucking jail. <laughs>
Anyway, Maldonado, you cocksucker. Oh, my. Yeah, fuck you, Maldonado. Okay. Anyway. I don't got shoes. I'm getting so global entry. Fun. I'm getting global entry because right now I have clear and I have TSA pre-check. Yeah. I got global entry. So you entry. don't have to deal with all that You crap. do not have global I do it. Remember, <coughs> I'm on three passports. I didn't. But you're on I, parole. They don't no, give no, no, people no, no, no. probation. I, I'm about, I have it. I don't use it because I can't travel right now. <laughs> and I'm not on parole. In Jesus' name, I, I probation. I'm on probation. That's because you ain't been to prison yet. In Jesus' name, I rebuke that, That's bro. That's right. Rebuke that, Gio. You walk around calling women's titties gazonkas and Good, talk no, about your off, penis like, off, a fucking, like it's a snow cone at a goddamn gazoingas. ice park. They call gazoingas. Those are titties. Big ass titties is gazoingas. First of all, do not talk about my employees' <laughs> breasts. Have a little more respect for women. I do. I respect them. I respect them staying across the fucking room. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, um, that's what I hate. So what do you hate about the airport? Well, I was about to say what I hate about flying is fucking flying. That's it. I hate flying. I'm terrified of shit. So I have this crazy thing when, that's I'm, on what's the, up. when I'm on the plane with Lee who hates flying. Oh. He's terrified. I wake him up anytime we have turbulence because I tell him. Don't be fucking with that dude. If I die, if I die, I need to know that you know you're dying too. Oh my god! I can't be the only nigga knowing he's dying. That's fucked up. You know what's really fucked up? Before I took the flight, I made us all watch the movie Flight. Have you seen that? No. Oh, with uh, no, I didn't. I saved people's lives on that plane. (laughs) Okay, all right. I saved people's lives. I love you, Denzel. Thank you. It loves you, too. so good. And that's fucked up to watch flight on a flight. (laughs) No, no, no. I watched flight at my house with everybody that was getting on the plane. Oh, my God. And then when the flight crashed, you know, and the people were dying and flipping upside down, all this and that, Lee was traumatized. He was like, I can't believe you did this. And I'm like, bro, (laughs) this is how you force yourself. You have to be uncomfortable. Life is about being uncomfortable. Well, Lee, I'm more mad you didn't stop watching it. He watched the whole damn thing just to... No, he went in my room and laid on the ground, but he listened to it all. (laughs) Oh, that's even worse. I'm like, the plane is crashing. She died. God damn, they died. You cannot fuck with me with that. I would never get on the plane with you, Jason, ever. (laughs) You don't go where I go. (laughs) I'm on three passports, sir. That's okay. All right, so, um, you know, I think we've run out of time to get into anything (laughs) other than what we talked about. Just to recap. No, it was good. We love you, Nikki. I needed needed to. You needed to address everything. We're going to call this episode, Jason Addresses All You Bitches. Jason's Intervention. (laughs) No, there'd be no intervention. You know why? Because God's got me. That's right. God's got me. You know, I, I I don't go to church. And that and that stuff as much. Um, shout out to the people that did go visit uh, the the um, Mary Mary's Church, uh, right. California Worship Center. It is. I'm gonna go this Sunday. It's an amazing church. It's great. Um, but everybody knows I'm more spiritual than mm-hmm. I am religious and going to church and all that. I mean, I believe in God. I love God. I won't sit at a table and let you tell me that God ain't real That's right. because I know where I come from. So when I say that, all the hate that I've been getting. I needed this one hour to get that off because I don't want to talk about it no more. Well, I got the next hour. What do you have to talk about? A lot of shit. Really? Yes, sir. Okay, well, I can't wait to hear it. So we recently did a campaign with Safari where we created some merch. And thankfully, Stamps.com is something that we can rely on to get all of our packages out to our, our, uh, I don't want to say customers, let's say our supporters uh, in a timely fashion. What I love about them is that it saves you all the time that you would normally take going into a post office. You can literally do it from your own home. And so, do you want to tell people what they get at Stamps.com? With Stamps.com, you can access all the amazing services, like the post office, right from your desk 24-7. All right? You buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter, any package, using your own computer and printer, and the mail carrier picks it up at your place. Folks, all you got to do is just click print and mail. It's just that simple. And what I love about it is 
we live in a world full of technology and, and convenience these days, and Stamps.com makes getting your packages awful lot easier. So here's what I recommend to all of you people out there listening about Stamps.com. Right now, if you use Unlocked for the special offer, it includes $55 for free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. So don't wait. Just go to Stamps.com. Before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, type in Unlocked, that's Stamps.com, and then enter Unlocked. And get your stuff out. So last week I was, it was getting towards the end of my shift on social and I went uh, to my page to go grab some stuff. And then I saw you was live. Mm. I was like, let me check this out. I sat there the whole time. Just, when I ranted? Yes. I was in fashion week. I was, yes. in, I was in New York. I had a moment. Mm. Everybody listening has a friend mm. or a person they consider a friend. I used to throw that word around so loose. This yeah. is my friend. This 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 is my friend. Even before TV, even before the show, even before Hollywood Unlocked, even before any of that, I already knew I was going to be great. I knew I was going to be great. I was going to be great as a labor leader because I loved helping people. I was going to be great as a probation officer because I was a kid that was on probation. I was going to be a kid. I, I was a probation officer, and I'm going to tell you something. For those three years, they, the niggas didn't really like me. But you're not supposed to like your probation no. officer. I'm cool with my PO. Fuck being cool. You know what's yeah, cool? you got to get them together. My job is to make you not have a relationship with me. If you have a relationship with me, my nigga, you're Man. not growing. That nigga be like, yo, what's up with the club this weekend? I don't yeah. Know. Well, those are people who have I'm nothing playing, but porn hub at home. They ain't got friends. I'm playing. I'm playing. So I always knew I was going to be great because when I heard Kanye West say he was a king and everybody attacked him for that because you can't claim that you're a king without saying without thinking that you have no ego. We all have an ego, but I'm not, I'm not consumed with my ego. I know what I do is good. And I listen to the criticism. I pay attention to what people say. But I don't let that be the driving factor in my life. That day you caught me on that live, I had a friend Mm. let me down. That's what it sounded like. But you you were touching on some real shit. I need to take notes. (laughs) I went off on everything. (laughs) Love and hip-hop. Those girls that I thought were cool with me, maybe they are cool. Maybe they do like me. I like them too, but whatever. But the reason why we don't hang out now is because I'm not a threat to them in the show. Or maybe because, you know, they're addicted to cocaine or whatever the fuck they got going on in their life. But I'm not harboring these people's secrets anymore. I'm not doing that. Fuck all of that. I know who my friends are. Very few, very, very, very few friends. And when Drake said no new friends, I get that too. You know why? Because we all are trying to get somewhere, but people don't understand, like, we all have to have mutual value. And you... I've been betrayed before, but when I have somebody that I do respect let me down, that's when I go, wow, again? Mm. So that rant that you heard, that that rant that day, that was I don't give a fuck. I said, you know what I said? This was the this is the synopsis of it all. I'm going to start being more of a savage because mm. I really, really could be a savage. But the brand is what the brand is. The brand is not a savage brand. We don't go out there and attack people and do all that. We don't pull receipts all day long whatever. If you say to me, if Nicki Minaj goes on her show and says, I never told Future not to be on that song, whatever, I will pull and put out and lay those receipts out like Aretha at her funeral. <laughs> Laid out. With the legs dressed up. Dressed up real sweet. Prop them feet up and eat all this shit. Pause. Yes, Patty Pie. I will fucking lay it out for you. Only when people say, that ain't true. Remember I said, Nicki Minaj changed her track. On motorsport after she heard Nikki's. No, it ain't true. It ain't true. She went and did a whole thing. Nah, 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 nah. What we do? We put out the track. 
here's the track you did so that's when people will say oh well whatever challenge me if you want to bitch and then guess what we having your funeral niggas is gonna be there singing with violins and we just gonna put you in the box and lay you like aretha all right <laughs> i don't like being let down my dad but I've, let me down but i've learned that there's power in just pulling back there's power in pulling back i saw a nigga last night that i wanted to punch in his fucking mouth as soon as I walk in the club, he's the first nigga. I said, God, you try me right now on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But you know what I said to him? I just blocked him. On, I had blocked him earlier on Instagram. Mm-hmm. When I saw him, I just stared at him and walked right by him. And he was trying to talk to me. I didn't say nothing to him. But it, it felt so good that I didn't punch him in his fucking mouth. Right. But that would have gave him something to talk about. Yeah, right. That, but I learned that I'm like taking that in. Because, I, you know, I, I'm speaking into existence, too. I'm going to do great things. But yeah, like I still have that button, and and when you cross it, like instantly, that my Cardi B comes out, I'm ready to throw a shoe, I'm ready to say, "Bitch, come here," you know. But I don't want to be at a certain level and still react that way. Yeah, I almost got into altercation the other day over some shit, and it was from my homies. Like, well, not my homies, some people that are I know, and niggas tried to press me, and they want to talk about, they want to fight, and I'm like, nigga. I'm too, first of all, I'm too old to be fighting. Oh, okay. can, can, thank you for saying that. that. Right. I'm too old to be fighting. Right, right, right. You're only you're 31, you. right? I'm 32. 32. I'm 41. I'm too old to fight. Mm-hmm. Let me be very clear how I handle my problems when it comes to that. I got niggas that I will send to you. Yeah, I got a lot of niggas on that. I don't, and, and this is not even trying to be nobody. I ain't trying to be no. I, I, there are lawyers who handle legal stuff. There are niggas who handle nigga stuff. There are accountants who handle money stuff. I, I I put it in this compartment. Now, don't get me wrong. There are still times where I do flash or something happens where it's just like, you know, because I think the challenges and I think what Cardi's going through, I'm 41, she's only, what, 25? Yeah. 20, something like that, is that it's really hard to be disrespected and walk away from it. It's really hard. Yeah. A lot of these, especially me moving out here, like the disingenuine fake ass shit to where we connected and then um, you're going to unfollow me over some whack, re- irrelevant shit. And then I'm supposed to see you face to face. But an unfollow like, can't make you mad. No, it's there's something behind the unfollow. Hold on, hold on. People get, wait, 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 wait. I don't wait, want to say no name. Wait, wait, wait. Our president is a dick squad. Dick, just a dick. <laughs> just a fucking orange Cheeto dick. Orange dick. We have bigger issues. If you don't follow me, I only follow 11 people. And it's not because I don't want to follow other people. People now say, oh, you don't follow Melissa Ford because she got in a car crash because the Illuminati didn't kill her. Oh, come on, God. Oh, really? Jesus Christ. Listen, the the fuck? I thing. only follow 11 people because I can only consume 11 people shit. <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, well, Hollywood con- Unlocked, too. Yeah, it's a lot. I be wanting to unfollow people. I be wanting to not check back into my personal but, page. But, 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 you know, there's a lot of people that, a lot of celebrities that follow me but don't come on my show. I'm not going to follow you back. I'm not going to. I'm not going to, I'm going to use my discretion um, wisely in how I use my platform to support you because you haven't supported me. But again, this, this whole hour has been about setting the record straight on a couple of things. We typically don't spend this much time on it. This wasn't to defend myself because I don't feel like I need to defend myself. It's the fans were saying, why you didn't say something to Nikki? Why she didn't say something to me? Who cares? We didn't speak. She sat two seats over. It was a beautiful show. I got Christian Louboutin's number now. That's that's the homie. Hey, come see now. The moral of the story. Focus on you your came business. out of this with a gift, and that's a big jewel. I left big Fashion jewel. Week with tons of new phone numbers right. and relationships that I now have to develop. I came back with a clearer mind. I went to Dominican Republic to meet a billionaire who wants to invest in the festival. I came back here focused more than ever. 
Um, and I'm going to, you know, I have one life and I, and I have the, I have the story behind why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I can see the finale of looking back over my life and say, damn, this nigga came all through this to here. So I got to stay focused on my journey and I'm not going to let any detractors take me away from that friends or foes, right? Like there's friends who let me down last week. That's where that rant came from. Mm. But what I realized in that moment was God is going to put every step in front of you to help you get to where you got to go. But more importantly, you got to keep running yourself. Mm-hmm. Like even if the step don't come, like, oh, damn, that step didn't come. Guess what? You got to hop over that step and keep stepping. You got to keep going because those obstacles are the things, too, to show you that either you have the strength to keep persevering or you don't. And the people that win are the people that don't give up. I don't give a fuck if it takes 10 years, five years, 18. Kevin Hart, I say him all the time, was 18 years as a comedian before he popped. Oprah Winfrey was 35 when she started her talk show. Morgan Freeman was like 92. (laughs) (laughs) When he got his his first movie role, you know? Yo, that was genius. But I'm saying like, you know, you know, the bottom line is everybody that has a dream can make it if they just keep going. But, you know, it's the, it's the little shit that be getting in the way. The friends, the, the homies, the this, the money, the girls, the guys, whatever it is. Man, I'm so uninterested. So this whole hour really was about. Hour and 50 minutes, you mean. Setting the record straight about the Kalani shit, being very clear. And I'm not holding no grudges for it. Like I said, we'll deal with that legally. Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, I hope they make up somehow or at yeah. least squash it and move on. Cardi has a long career ahead of her, and Nikki needs to figure out how to get hers back on track. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I have nothing else to say about that. All right. Well, you heard it there, guys. Thank you for watching Hollywood Unlocked <laughs> Uncensored. We'll see you next time. No, well, that's I don't like the way you ended that. Peace. <laughs>